Welcome to Small Biz Brainiac, providing employer intelligence that helps you navigate the regulatory landscape and keep you on course running the business you love. Here's your host, Thomas Rock Lindsay. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 24 How Medical Marijuana Impacts Employers. This is your source for employer intelligence. My name is Thomas Rock Lindsay, and I am your small business ally, instructor, and servant, and I'm here to help you thrive in your role as an employer. I teach small business owners to become employer brainiacs in around seven minutes every Tuesday and Thursday. Legislation legalizing medical marijuana is sweeping the nation. 23 states, plus District of Columbia and Guam, now have some form of medical marijuana. How does this impact you as an employer? We'll find out on this episode of Small Biz Brainiac. Let's rock this. These state laws vary quite a bit. For example, voters in Alaska, Colorado, Oregon, and Washington have passed initiatives legalizing the non-medical use of marijuana for adults. In the District of Columbia, adults 21 years and older are permitted to grow and possess, but not sell, limited amounts of marijuana. And in Alaska, adults 21 years and older are allowed to possess, use, buy, transport, and grow marijuana. In Washington state, it's now legal to consume and possess up to one ounce of marijuana if you are 21 or older, as long as you don't consume it in a public place or in view of the public. Despite these state laws, marijuana continues to be illegal under federal law. The Federal Controlled Substances Act, or CSA, criminalizes marijuana, and it remains a classified Schedule I substance, which is considered to have a high potential for dependency and no acceptable medical use. The Department of Justice is committed to enforcing the CSA, but in recognition of these new state laws, they've issued various memorandums to federal prosecutors over the years, giving guidance on how to deal with the conflict. On August 29, 2013, the DOJ issued its latest guidance concerning enforcement, and it tells federal prosecutors to focus their efforts on eight sort of general priorities that are important to the federal government. So as long as a resident of the state with medical marijuana laws is following state law and not engaging in activity that crosses one of these eight lines established by the DOJ, then they should be safe from federal prosecution. The DOJ memo is a really interesting read, so I've included a link to it on the show notes. Now, this patchwork of laws adds yet another layer of complexities to the role of an employer. If an employee uses medical marijuana, can you terminate them for a positive drug test? Must you accommodate an employee using medical marijuana? How does medical marijuana impact workers' compensation insurance? So as I've told you before, I'm not an attorney. The information I'm providing in this podcast is based solely on my own experience and research. You should consult with an attorney to understand your rights and obligations as an employer in each state with a medical marijuana law where you have employees. Since each state is different and we don't have time to talk about all 25 jurisdictions, I'll focus on California, as I often do, since their medical marijuana law was the one that really kicked off the nationwide party with the passage of the Compassionate Use Act in 2008. Despite the legalization of medical marijuana, California employers have a lot of leeway when hiring, disciplining, and terminating an employee when it comes to a positive drug test, even when the result is for marijuana consumed by a medical marijuana cardholder. Testing positive for marijuana is a legitimate basis for termination, but you have to make sure the drug testing is done legally. You can't test someone after they've started working, but you can test them after you make the employment offer and before they start working. 
The key is before they start to work. You can't ask them about medical marijuana during an interview, but you can tell them about your drug policy and that if an offer is made and accepted, they'll be tested before they can start work. And if the test is positive for any illegal drug, even medical marijuana, they won't be hired. And as long as this is your company policy and it applies to everyone. Random testing of current employees is illegal, but you can test if you have a reasonable suspicion or if they are employed in certain transportation or safety-sensitive jobs. Federal law requires employers with 25 or more employees to comply with the ADA and make reasonable accommodations for employees with a disability, but the use of medical marijuana is not considered a reasonable accommodation by the federal government since it's illegal, and the California Supreme Court in 2008 ruled that employers have a right to drug test and fire an employee who tests positive for marijuana regardless of their medical use. The ruling says in part that, quote, the Compassionate Use Act, as we have explained, simply does not speak to employment law. Nothing in the act's text or history indicates that voters intended to articulate any policy concerning marijuana in the employment context, let alone a fundamental public policy requiring employers to accommodate marijuana use by employees, end quote. So this is an excellent time for you to review your policies, job applications, background checks, procedures, and interview materials to make sure they're in compliance with state law. You should implement a policy prohibiting marijuana use in the workplace and providing for the appropriate drug testing of applicants and employees. If you already have one, make sure that it specifically includes medical marijuana. And consult with an employment counsel to make sure your practices, policies, and procedures are compliant and that they protect you from discrimination claims. Now, there are two issues to look at as it relates to workers' compensation. Can you deny a claim where the injured employee tested positive for marijuana that was consumed illegally under state law? And can medical marijuana be prescribed by a claimant's treating physician in a state that has medical marijuana laws? Well, it's pretty hard to get out of a claim. Generally, it must be proven that the marijuana substantially contributed to or was the proximate cause of the accident. You must have a drug policy prohibiting the use of illegal drugs, and you must not have been aware of the use before the accident. As for medical marijuana, to treat the claimant, the answer is a pretty solid no. On the Sedgwick blog, Daryl Brown, chief performance officer, sums it up rather nicely, so I'll quote what he said here to conclude. He wrote, Marijuana is a Schedule I drug per Controlled Substances Act, and it is illegal to distribute, prescribe, or purchase marijuana in the United States. Marijuana is not FDA-approved to treat any medical condition or disease. Workers' compensation is not required to cover the cost of medical marijuana according to provisions in the legislation of several states, including Colorado, Michigan, Montana, Oregon, and Vermont. Medical marijuana is not approved in the official disability guidelines, American College of Occupational and Environmental Medicine, or any of the state medical treatment guidelines and would be denied in utilization review if recommended by a treating physician. The status of marijuana as a Schedule I substance prohibits the assigning of a national drug code or a procedure code to medical marijuana for billing purposes. Well, there you have it. Let's recap. 23 states plus D.C. and Guam have medical marijuana laws. Four states have personal use laws. Marijuana is illegal at the federal level, but the DOJ has taken a position to not prosecute legal use under state law unless it crosses the line on any one of their eight objectives. Employers still have a lot of leeway when hiring, disciplining, and terminating employees for marijuana use, medical or not. The ADA doesn't require employers to allow medical marijuana use 
as an accommodation of a disability. Generally, work comp carriers are on the hook for claims, even where the injured employee tested positive for marijuana, unless they can prove that it substantially contributed to or was the proximate cause of the accident, but they don't have to pay for the use of medical marijuana in the treatment of a claim. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please go to iTunes and give the show a rating and review. It helps keep the show up in the rankings and more easily discoverable by others. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. Thanks for listening to Small Biz Brainiac. To get your questions answered by Thomas directly, visit smallbizbrainiac.com. And for more employer intelligence, be sure to join us again here on Small Biz Brainiac. Brainiac.